The time is 12.04. It is Thursday, uh, December 10th. I have just recorded a one-way job interview, and I have finished my bachelor's degree. So, all this newfound time, while I wait, doing what any sane person would do, which is recording a podcast. Um, sorry, just... The humor of it finally got me because <laughs> so I I got this mic which I got it so that way I could take the GRE at home back before 2020 became 2020 um, and then when 2020 became peak 2020 namely when COVID hit over here in the US everything switched to um, virtual versus in person. And I was still finishing my classes and I had this mic. So I was like, well, I'm set up now because I already had a webcam. I already have a mic because I am a game nerd. So I like to talk to people, right? And so I was like, I needed a good mic. So I got my favorite, which is this Shure SM58. Uh, I highly recommend it because it's my favorite mic. Um, it's not why I write, well, I do recommend it because it was my favorite. I recommend it, though, because um, this is a mic that has been, not this one personally, but one of these mics has been run over, has been lit on fire, uh, has been dropped from a two-story building, has been used as a hammer to build a house, uh, and just stupid other things, and still works. And so that's part of the reason I was I wanted one because when I worked in theater for eight years uh, that's a sobering thought yeah every time we'd have one of these and I mean sure there were mics that were better and there are mics that are definitely higher quality and fancier than this one but this one is always going to be my favorite and the long story sorry I have a slight tangent. I have a love-hate relationship with the English language. Namely, I love it, but it hates me. And sometimes my brain just decides, you know what? Nope, you don't get to English today. So, if I make weird noises or I don't say English that's coherent, just know that that's just me being dumb. Uh, I'm not having a stroke yet, so don't call an ambulance. Um... But just kind of bear with me. I'll usually find the words eventually, or not, and I'll just move on. Uh, what was I saying? All right, um, the mic. So I ha- got this mic, and it's my favorite mic, and I've got it set up to a Scarlet Duo, I think is what it is, which is basically for those nerds who care. Uh, this mic is technically analog signal uh, through XLR signal, so it's being sent to the Scarlet, which the Scarlet then takes that signal, processes it to digital signal, which outputs it to the computer. Another fun feature it does is it allows me to direct monitor, which means I can hear myself in my ears. And the other reason I recommend this mic is because for the first time in my life, I can hear myself in my ears, and I don't hate it. It's weird. Maybe that's the reason I feel like I should record a podcast, because I just want to hear the sound of my own voice. Um, I'm 
sounds so narcissistic. Who who's gonna listen to this? I don't know. Why am I recording this? I don't know. Why am I recording this? Because everyone in their mom says, You've gotta have a podcast. Not even kidding you. First day on camera, someone sees that mic, they're like, You do do you have a podcast? I'm like, no. Cause it's it's a mic and it looks like a legit mic. And I've also got a gooseneck. So that way I can, you know, do the hands-free and I can game and I've got it so I can, you know, recline a little bit and be comfortable because mics cause me to hunch and I've already got a bad hunch. Anyway, ever since then, everyone's like, man, do you do a podcast? I'm like, no, don't do a podcast. Why? Because I'm not interesting. I'm boring. At least I thought. But also, why would I do a podcast? It would just be like 10 hours of me rambling about nonsense. I mean, part of me says Seinfeld was a show based on nothing. So maybe a podcast based on nothing could be interesting. Uh, I, <laughs> I say that, and then I also managed to do all these weird facial features, or like facial gestures, and I realize that I'm not recording my video, so doing the gestures means absolutely nothing. Well, this is going horribly. Um... <laughs> But anyways, everyone was like, you should you should do a podcast. Or like, do you have a podcast? And I was like, no, I don't, because why should I? And then I just thought about it, and I was like, I mean, hell, why not? Worst thing I could do is, I, or the worst that happens is I record this, nobody listens. And then I get on with my life. Um... So, I guess if you do listen to this, hello, you are the one listener that will ever listen to this. Um, why? Is <laughs> my first question. But thank you, I guess, is my second not question. This is train wreck. Um, I guess the first thing I just wanted to talk about this podcast is why did the Power Rangers have such a good soundtrack? <laughs> Like, so, this prompt came to me back when I was talking with uh, a few of my good friends, uh, Bria, David, and Carrie, and we were talking about Power Rangers, and we we just went on the rabbit hole, and, like, I know way too much about Power Rangers than I should for a 20-something-year-old man. I just, I grew up, well, I grew up with them. My older sister was a big fan. She she was around for first-gen Power Rangers, had a crush on Rocky, uh, got yelled at in the Chick-fil-A drive-thru by Tommy. That's a story for another time. And so I, I just knew Power Rangers. And then when I grew up, I grew up around the time where I swear there's like a Power Rangers every, like a new one every like two years or so. At least that's what it seemed. So I guess I grew up in peak Power Rangers time, but we were we were discussing it, and then it was like it it dawned on me, the Power Rangers theme song is so bloody good, and it really has no right being as good as it is. Like I don't know what it is about that 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 theme song. Well, actually, I do know what it is. It's distortion pedal and it's heavy metal and it's guitar and it's like sure rah rah like action. But it's it's for a Sentai cartoon, like essentially a Sentai show in America that should not have worked. <laughs> I and it, it's just this weird phenomenon. 
And like it's still I'm I'm weird and I will fully admit this and I will gladly explain why I'm weird in all the ways. In this way I'm weird because I can still listen to the Power Rangers theme song and like it gives me goosebumps and it like gets my blood pumping and I'm like, Yeah, Power Rangers and again, I am a twenty twenty six am I twenty six? I think I'm twenty six. I'm a twenty six year old man who is finished with his undergraduate is trying to get a real like big boy job and I will sit there and go, Yeah, Power Rangers I'm like, What is what am I doing? But like that's what I mean. That song just has that that cheer raw audacity to it. And it's like it's not even the full song. I mean don't get me wrong, the full song's a slapper, but like you start off with just that like that beginning that beginning like bass or that beginning like guitar just that da 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 I'll spare you the singing. But like you know that that beginning intro and it's just heavy distortion pedal. And like it helps that there's the lightning and you know, reader of pulsa. Ah but um right when the guitar it starts off with that that basic riff and then it just goes into instantly shredding really quick just I know I said I wasn't gonna sing I lied anyway that like that building shred is so good and it's for a kids show about people dressing up in spandex to fight monsters it's like this why (laughs) why is it so good but it is and we we proceeded to nerd out over like power rangers and i was i just it came to my mind like how is it that there are some things that are so ridiculous but they they spawn things that are so good like i i i mean another example that comes to mind is star wars episode 1 the phantom menace now i am a huge star wars fan again i grew up with my older sister having the original trilogy on box set with video commentary by George Lucas and Steven Spielberg. Granted, at the time, I didn't know who they were, so I fast-forwarded through the old boring white man with beards talking at the beginning so I could watch the movie, namely Empire Strikes Back. I would (laughs) rewind and watch the snow part of Empire Strikes Back so many times. I'd seen the movie, and, like, I knew the, like, I knew the whole plot of it, but, like, it was just the first part that was so cool, the, like, snow fight scene with, like, the the snow camels, or, like, the camel AT-AT machines, I don't know, are they supposed to be camels? Anyway, like, that, that scene was so cool, I loved it, and I, I just remember, I, I grew up on that, and then, unfortunately, I also grew up with um, the new trilogy, which is where George Lucas was given free reign, and unfortunately, it's not so good. Um, I don't know if you've ever seen uh, Star Wars: The Phantom Menace or Empire's or um, Attack of the Clones or Revenge of the Sith. They're not great. They're very not great. In fact, uh, where the first movie, the 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 original trilogy, is about a boy who becomes a hero and saves the galaxy from the evil empire. The The new trilogy is about trades 
and it's about as boring as you would expect that to be. But everyone, I guarantee you, everyone who knows Star Wars will think of two songs. They will think of the the Imperial March, which is the, the theme of Darth Vader. I'm sorry, three songs. They'll think of the Imperial March, which is the the theme of Darth Vader. They'll think of the theme of Star Wars and like the the Luke's theme, you, you know. But they'll also think of Duel of Fates, which is that Hora Matana, like that that song. And that song comes from the new trilogy, and yet it has become so synonymous that people know that as like one of the songs. And I mean, granted, that probably just says more about John Williams being a master at music and a virtuoso than it does about anything about anything else about The Phantom Menace. But part of me has to say that, like, The Phantom Menace had some good spots in it and, like, had some good pieces in it. But, like, it just, it just, just failed. Like, I. The pod racing scene is, you know, arguably the best part of the movie. And the Duel of Fates fight with Darth Maul where he brings out the lightsaber is also, it's so bonkers because it's like, it's so good when, the, the, like, the choir part of the song busts into this this uh, crescendo. I don't know if that's the right word. Um, I know I played cello. I don't know choir terms. Anyway... But, like, when he busts into that right as Darth Maul lights up the dual lightsaber and, like, things kick off, it's like, oh, this is so good. But, like I said, the movie's boring. It's, like, two and a half hours of dumb. But, like, excuse me, that, for that period of time, for that instance, it's such a good movie. And, like, the Padre scene, that whole scene is so good. And, like, if the movie was just that, I'd be like, masterpiece, George Lucas, done it again. Just give him all the money. Um, He didn't, though. He did. Very badly. Uh, Yeah. It's weird that, like, sometimes you can just have something that is bad, but will just produce something that's so good that transcends it. And you're like, I forgot this was from this thing. This is awful. It's like, I I can't think... I could probably think of a few other things. I can't think of things now. Partially because it's like 2 in the morning. 12 in the morning. 2 in the morning. At some point in the morning. And I I should be sleeping. But instead I'm recording a podcast. So, you're welcome, maybe? I don't know. I I guess uh that being said, uh thank you for coming to my TED talk about nothing. Um what this podcast is going to be is just a whole bunch of nothing. I I don't plan on having a coherent theme. I don't think uh I had a rough idea of making this about like five things that changed my life kind of in the vein of there's a similar podcast that's much better it's about five movies that or movies that changed my life um which i highly recommend uh and it where famous celebrities and like movie stars talk about like movies that change their life and break down the filmography and things of that nature and that had me thinking about how there are movies that have changed my life but like 
there's so many categories of things that changed my life. Like there are songs that have changed my life. There's albums that have changed my life. There's movies that changed my life. There's probably comic books that have changed my life. And like to say movies that have changed my life, I could go through and be like, here are the animated movies that changed my life. Here's the action movies that have changed my life. Here's the comedy movies that changed my life. And music wise, I like I said, um, El Camino by the Black Keys. That song, that album. I usually make a yearly pilgrimage too, where like there's just I want to say it's around this time of the year, or maybe it's like January. I can't remember, but at some point I just find myself thinking I need to listen to that album, and I listen to it about like seven times nonstop, just over and over again, and then I'm like I'm good, and I don't get me wrong, I still listen to music from that album during the rest of the year, but like I just always find myself saying I need to listen to that album again. And so I thought about doing something like that, and I might end up dragging some of my friends in because I've been told I'm entertaining um, when I'm around people or when I discuss. And I I might be recording while I'm gaming. I might be recording while I'm watching a movie. I might be recording while I'm drunk. I'm not sure. I don't know what I'm doing. Um... (laughs) All this aside, I'm just doing this. Is anybody going to hear this? Probably not. Uh, do I care? A little more than I should. Um, <laughs> but uh, sometimes it's a little fun to just scream at the void. Um, so I guess uh, don't follow me on Instagram because I'm not going to tell you that. Um, don't follow me on Twitter because... I have one of those, but it's mostly just to send dog memes to my sister. Um, follow, uh, <laughs> how about this? On Instagram, follow um, Physics Fun, I think is what it's called. Fun Physics. It, they they do a bunch of physics demos that are always fun, and they're just really cool. Um, so follow them on Instagram. Uh, if you're looking for Twitter, uh, f- follow We Rate Dogs, because... Um, they're good dogs, Brent, and they're very good. It's, you ever just need, like, a, I know this is sounding very, very, uh, opposite what you expect, but if you ever need a good uplift, just go to Twitter and hear me out. Just only look at We Rate Dogs because 90% of it is just good, good pups and good, very, very good dogs that just make your life go, oh, so adorable. I love it. Um, so yeah, I guess follow them on Twitter. Um, I don't know, I guess if you want to, you can follow me on here. I don't know if I'm going to post when or how. I guess I suppose if people start actually listening to this garbage and want more, I'll set up a schedule. But for now, I'm just kind of doing this whenever, as you can tell by the fact that it's 12 a.m., on a Thursday, but you know, eh, it's it's 2020. Stranger things have happened. It's December. I'm hoping that this year will kind of come to an end, and next year will somehow be maybe a little bit less insane. Uh, hopefully, fingers crossed. Um, yeah. I guess that's about it for me. Cool. 
Again, thank you for coming to my TED Talk. I should preface, I'm from the Midwest, so I tend to say a thousand goodbyes. That's just kind of how it works. Uh, and then I'm just going to abruptly like hard cut, and you'll just be like, oh, I guess that's it. So, yeah.